Welcome to the Girl on Top Shallon XO podcast. I'm your host, Shallon Lester, and you might know me from my YouTube channel, where I analyze celeb relationships and scandals for the lessons we can take into our own lives. But here on the podcast, I answer the best questions you submitted over the past week. Gotta love quandary? Head to my website, shallonlester.com, to get connected and also shop my merch and take some fun quizzes. Be sure to rate and review this podcast if you like it and follow me on Instagram at shallonxo and find me on YouTube for four new videos a week. Welcome back to the podcast. Well, this week we're going to talk about porn and payment. We're going to talk about who pays for dates. And our mantra this week is going to be, I know my worth. Now, this is a tricky mantra emotionally, you know, and it's one of those things that like you see in like hair color commercials, I know my worth, I'm worth it. But when you actually say it to yourself, it might feel a little hinky, like, um, do I know my worth? I mean, I know I have worth and I know I'm worthy, but do I, do I like know it? Does it need to be like a specific amount? Like it's $15,687. That, that is my worth. No. To know your worth is the equivalent of knowing that you have it. Just knowing that you have worth and value is enough. It doesn't have to be so granular, you know, like it doesn't have to be that, that we know the worth of our house or our car or our shoes or whatever. We just have to know that we got it. Because if we don't, we are a kite in a windy sky, forever batted around by the forces of the world, whether that is a fuckboy asking for nudes, a douchey boyfriend making you feel guilty for not paying for dates, We'll get to that. Or, as we're going to discuss later this week on YouTube, how to ace a job interview or a college interview. If you don't know your worth, that is going to come through loud and clear to people in your life, like I said, from fuckboys to crappy bosses, who are going to say, "Mm, what can I make her do? Is it long hours? Is it pictures of her body? Is it throwing down her credit card? Whatever it is, it's not going to be good. So it is so important that we know our value. And we, we learn our value through keeping people in our lives who have a lot of value, wonderful friends, healthy relationships with family, volunteering, constant goal setting, staying healthy, all those little micro decisions that, you know, maybe don't seem insignificant, but you're not like, oh, I have all this value because I have a best friend. Yeah, baby girl, that's actually exactly right. You've accidentally arrived at the exact correct conclusion. All these things are going to add up to a constellation of self-worth. And that lays the foundation for you to move through this world with personal power and to be bulletproof. So let's do our little guided meditation, right? We're going to inhale through the nose. Relax those shoulders, right? Loosen up the jaw. Maybe tug on the lobes of your ears. Yeah, relax those ears, girl. Mm -hmm. Wiggle your fingers. Wiggle your toes. We're going to do it again. And we're going to repeat that mantra. I know my worth. In through the nose. And out through the mouth. All right. Let's get into our first question. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. So this is an interesting question, and it's about two. <laughs> Actually, you guys know, and I've said a million times, I've never sent a nude in my life. If I send a sexy pic to a guy, it is a pic that I would feel comfortable leaking on the internet. Like, you could put that pic on Instagram. I might be like, hmm, would prefer it not be there. But it's not, like, weird or gross. I go Maxim, not Playboy. You know, like, lingerie, suggestive, some cleavage, not, like, nip and vag. So, I bring this up because a shalligator on the Reddit thread had a question. She said, I need help, y'all. I just found my boyfriend's cash app that he's been sending money to amateur porn stars for videos. He travels for work a lot and stopped sending cash apps in April when he stopped traveling. He says he was doing this because I don't send him sexy pics and videos. I don't know what to do. I feel upset, but I don't even know if it's worth being upset over. Should I stay with him? He's a good boyfriend otherwise, which is why I feel dumb and caught off guard. Please help. Huh. <clears throat> This is tricky because on one hand, I would rather a guy be dealing with sex workers than going out to like the bar at Chili's and having affairs and cheating on me. Like sex work is transactional. You know, those girls are professionals. They ain't trying to get involved with their customers. They're, like no girl gets into like porn star videos or camming or whatever so that they could get laid more. If anything, it's kind of the opposite. Like these girls are there to make their money, hustle these dudes, take them for every cent they're worth, and then get back to their real life, right? So in a way, this is sort of, I guess, the safest way for him to like get his yayas out. But the question is, why does he need to? I have a real problem with this dude gaslighting you and saying, well, the reason I'm talking to porn stars is because you aren't doing something that you should be doing. Go fuck yourself. Are you kidding me? Nudes are bad. Nudes are bad. I don't always speak in absolutes. I really try not to because, you know, there's a reason to do almost anything in this world. There's murder that's justifiable. If you don't want to send a nude to a guy, do not do it. If you do want to send a nude to a guy, do not do it. We can't trust dudes. We can't trust other people, right? And a lot of times, sugar will curdle very quickly into acid. Everyone who has had their nudes leaked sent them in a time when things were good. No one's like, ugh, this guy is an absolute nightmare. He's disgusting. He's untrustworthy. He's a liar and he's duplicitous. Let me send him a picture of my vagina. No, you send those pictures when things are good, when they're being sweet. He would never do anything like this, right? Right? So every girl who's had those nudes leaked, or even, even if they don't like end up on the front page of the Daily Mail, it doesn't matter. They might end up passing around your college, your high school, or even just the rumor that you've sent them is enough to do some damage to your reputation and make you feel embarrassed and vulnerable and caught off guard and shamed and just disgusted with other human beings. You don't need that hanging over your head. Why? Because the guy wants to see him? Let me tell you something. A guy is just a keystroke away from as many photos of vaginas as he could ever need for the rest of his life, right? Porn is everywhere. Porn is free. He's not asking you for nudes because he just, oh, he has to see your body. He's asking you for nudes because he's trophy hunting. I've said this before. And he's not trophy hunting in a good way. Please don't take this as a compliment. It's an insult. It's, 
hey, hey, I bet I can get her to send pictures of her tits. I don't even talk to her at school. And look, she's like sending me vag pics. Like, oh, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to take her out to dinner. I don't have to meet her mom. I don't have to commit to her. I don't even have to be nice to her. Actually, I can get her to degrade herself by being kind of mean, by gaslighting her. Is this the kind of person you want to expose your body to? Now, listen, this is not a body shaming pep talk. Not at all. I like my body. I feel sexy. Mm, I'm working it. But the thing is, I know the value of my body. I don't hand over my car keys, my credit card, my social security number, because I know the explicit value of all of those things. And my body might not have a dollar value specifically that's assigned to it, but that doesn't mean it's valueless. My mother doesn't have a dollar value assigned to her. What, do you think I'm going to turn her over to ISIS? Like, she is invaluable, actually, because she doesn't have a dollar amount. And so is my body. I know that my body has worth. And I don't give it away for free. I don't give it away just because someone asks me. And I sure as fuck don't give it away because someone is badgering me, pestering me, gaslighting me, and demeaning me into doing it. Well, if you don't send me these pics... I'm just going to get vag pics from somewhere else. Great. You know what? You do that. You get them from a different girlfriend. You're not getting them from me. You want to go like get videos from porn stars? Dude, I mean, why can't you just watch porn? Like, this is my question. I read this. I'm like, he can't just like watch. He can't just watch Pornhub like everybody else, like, like we all do. Like, is okay. You know what? Wait, I have to tell you guys. <laughs> there was like an infographic of like the porn searches that were the highest, like the keywords that were searched the most on Pornhub on election day. <laughs> they were like wild. It was per state. And <laughs> Mississippi, you know, what word they searched? Prawn. P-R-O-N. They don't even spell porn right. <laughs> My boyfriend and I were passing this graphic back where we just couldn't stop laughing. And he's like, why would you go to a porn site and search the word porn? You're already on a porn site. Am I missing something? It's just too much. It was too much. Oh, it was so good. I should put it on my Instagram because it's just so funny. Anyway, can't he just watch porn like everyone else? Why does he have to get like specific videos? And look, here's also my concern about this. Crimes escalate. You know? Very few people wake up in the morning, I'm going to cheat on my girlfriend today. You know what? I'm going to go out. First, I'm going to go to Bed Bath & Beyond, yeah. Then stop by Lowe's to get a saw. And then I'm going to go get a mistress and ruin my marriage. No. It starts at the bar at Chili's. It starts with DMing, sliding in, commenting, whatever. And then that works a little bit. So they escalate. Oh, okay. Oh, and now I don't get as much of a jolt and a spark and a little sexy charge out of this minor crime of the DM or the video or the whatever. Now I have to go to a strip club and now I got to see if I can pay the stripper 800 bucks to suck my dick in the champagne room. And now I just have to straight up hire an escort. And now I need a whole separate girlfriend. And that probably sounds extreme and it might be and I hope it is. But maybe it's not. Are you willing to roll the dice that that is extreme, that that's an extreme, crazy outcome. From my point of view, the bird's eye view of this, it doesn't sound so extreme. I think paying porn stars to make personal videos for you is pretty extreme. I think that's pretty strange. And I think it's, like I said, the red flag is that he's gaslighting you over this, right? 
If he truly, like, didn't, you know, if this was just like, hey, this is just a transactional sex work, whatever, I just kind of like it. It makes me feel special. You're not here. I prefer you. But, you know, I get you don't want to send nudes. If he could, like, explain this in a way that put the onus on him instead of on you, that that would be something else. But he's not doing that. He's not doing that. And there's a reason. When people gaslight us, it's because they want to keep control, right? They don't want to take responsibility because then that means they're going to have to change and they're going to have to modify their behavior and they don't get to do whatever they want all the time with impunity. That's not his thing. And just because those, those cash app transactions stopped in April, like I said, crimes escalate. Maybe there's a whole other thing that's going on that you don't know about. Maybe there's another girlfriend in Denver that you've never heard of. Maybe he's DMing porn stars and hoes on Instagram, right? Like maybe he's going to brothels. Maybe he's getting escorts. I don't know. But you don't know either. And that's what's troubling. Beneath one lie, there's usually a lot more. Very few people cheat just once. You know, I've realized this and oh, Oh, did I learn the hard way. You know, my ex cheated on me and I I was like, is this the first time you've done this? Yes, of course. Of course, it was the first and only time. I knew for a fact, because I had talked to other girls who had fucked him. I knew for a fact that was a lie. And he's like, I will never cheat on you again. And I mean, he went through this whole come to Jesus moment. I still broke up with him. I'm like, I'm not hanging around for this circus. But even if it's true that he would not go forward and cheat on me anymore, he had already been cheating a lot. Because like I said, crimes escalate. You get away with something once, why wouldn't you do it again? Half the reason people do these shady things is the thrill of it. Oh my God, I got away with it. We say before, the reason people cheat, it's to feel alive. And what makes you feel more alive than getting away with something? Ooh, I'm so sneaky. Now, if you're a healthy, perfect, angelic person, you feel alive like volunteering at a soup kitchen. And you do. Of course we do. But there's dark sides to us. And that aliveness very often comes from something that is not healthy at all. So no, I don't think you should stay with this guy. There is some monster under the bed, maybe a few of them, and you don't know what they are. And I don't think you can trust him to tell you. He didn't tell you these things, you caught him. And when you caught him, when he was backed into a corner, there was not self-awareness, there was not accountability, there was gaslighting. That doesn't change. I bet if you look at your relationship, he gaslights you in a lot of different ways. Oh, he's a really good boyfriend. Is he a good boyfriend as long as it's his way? As long as he's doing whatever he wants and you're capitulating? That's not a good boyfriend. That's a benevolent captor, right? Oh, you know, my, my owner is just so nice to me as long as I do exactly what he wants all the time. Not even my dog and I have that construct. I'm nice to cowboy no matter what, you know? And sometimes it is his way or the highway, you know, that's, that's how it goes. So don't send nudes. People manipulate us in a million different ways, a million different ways. They can do it through compliments. I respond very, very well to compliments. That's kind of the way to get me to do anything. You try to threaten me, oh boy, does that backfire in a huge way. I will threaten you a thousand times worse and I will follow through on all of them. Like when they go low, I go lower. <laughs> like if dudes try to come at me like that, it just doesn't work. I mean, 
like I said, though, there's no way a guy is going to come at me that I'm going to send a nude. Because if he's insistent about it, all he's doing is digging himself in a hole and showing me that he's trophy hunting, that he has no respect for me, that he's just trying to see what he can get me to do and show it off. Right? No. It's not an excuse because he's traveling. It's not an excuse because, like, you're not sending him whatever. This is a him problem. And it's not something that you can fix. Well, Shalligators, we've talked about porn. <laughs> and now we're going to talk about payment. You guys had a really, really good question on the thread. And quotes by Shal in one of my fan accounts, she posted it on her account. And you guys really weighed in. And I wanted to weigh in too because you know I always have to be part of the conversation. So... The title is, How Many Dates Should the Guy Be Paying For? She said, I've gone back and forth over this a lot, but I need other people's opinions. How many dates should the guy cover the bill for? And then how do you handle it from there? This always makes me nervous because I find it to be a deal breaker if the guy doesn't pay. But then I never know how long is long enough. If he's not committed to me, should he pay until we become boyfriend-girlfriend? Tell me how you handle it. So here's a question for you. Okay. You let me know when, say you're dating someone, you become boyfriend, girlfriend, at what point do you uh, start making 25% more for the same job? Because that's the gender pay gap. And at what point in the relationship do you stop shaving your legs? Do you walk around in like boy clothes? And, um, you know, do you like fix cars and do all the boy things? Oh, wait, does that, does that actually never happen? At what point... Um, in your relationship, does the boy get pregnant and give birth? At what point does he wear the bras and take the birth control pills and wax his genitals? Oh, does does that also never happen? Hmm. You see where I'm going with this? We as women already pay. We already pay. When I show up for a date, I have paid. My hair, my makeup, my nails, my tampons. Think about how much you spend on shit like that that you don't even enjoy every single month. Add it up. Add it up. How much you spend on like the nice Q-tip so your ears are nice and clean, your makeup's perfect, the nice body wash, you smell good, your perfume, your nice sheets. Now let's throw away all that physical stuff. How much do you spend on your education? To travel, to be well-read, to be cultured, refined. How much do you spend to be fit and healthy, get your teeth cleaned, have two eyebrows and zero mustache? Do boys do these things? Okay, yeah, they pay for their education. They pay to be fit. Great. They're not ever going to wear bras. They're not ever going to have a gender pay gap. They're not going to walk down a dark alley and clutch their purse a little tighter and have their head on a swivel because they are prey. We are. So for a man to pay for dinner here and there, when he takes you out, I don't feel guilty about that. I don't feel bad about that at all. I'm not a gold digger. I don't want a man. I don't make a man pay for anything in my life. In the key word there is my life. I don't, he doesn't need to pay my bills, my car note, my mortgage, nothing. I am independent. But when it comes to our life, the life that he is crafting with me, stepping into my world, absolutely he's going to pay for that. Because I provide things that don't necessarily have a dollar value. Guys always come to my house, every guy I date. I always have a nicer house. I typically make more money than the people I date. This is partly because I date younger guys, you know, but... Even guys my age, I mean, 
it's not only just <clears throat> that I make more money. I'm a girl. I keep a nice house, right? You'd always rather hang out at like the nice girl's house with like the perfect duvet and it smells so good. So I am providing a very luxurious, comfortable environment for a guy. I'm making sure he's got, oh, I got your favorite pillow. And yeah, I got a little cup holder for your toothbrush. And I have your favorite beer in the fridge. I'm cooking you dinner. I'm sucking your dick. I am providing value. And any man worth his salt knows that. My boyfriend, a few days ago, his car got broken into. It was crazy. It was so weird. Like they broke into all these cars on his block. It's and it's like a safe residential neighborhood. Anyway, they took his gun, which is such a nice Glock. It was... Oh, it was such a nice gun. Anyway, and they took his wallet and he hasn't had cards. He hasn't had cash. He's like frozen, waiting for everything to um, <clears throat> to get delivered to him. So I like paid for lunch the other day when we went out for lunch. He almost burst into flames. He was absolutely horrified. He's like, I, I can't even like it is killing me that you will have to pay for this. This is awful. This is so emasculating. And I'm like, baby. It was like $40. Like, it's it's fine. He's like, it's not fine. This is not how it's supposed to be. What does it say about me as a man if I can't buy my girlfriend lunch? I'm like, well, it says you got your wallet stolen. He's like, no, overall. I mean, he was just on a tirade. And he's 23, okay? He's not like this well-established. I mean, you would think if any guy would be happy to have like a sugar mama, it'd be a younger dude. Oh, no, this isn't an age thing. This is a character thing, right? I had a guy friend tell me one time because I asked him this question. I was like, oh, you know, I feel guilty and guys pay for dinner. He's like, look, when a girl insists on splitting the check, I think, okay, she just wants to be friends. That's a friend move. You split the check with a friend. If a girl wants to pay for something, first of all, then I assume she's desperate. Or that she just wants to be friends and she's kind of like paying me off. And so I don't really call her again. Like I just, I back off. Like, okay, I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's really emasculating. When I talk to guys about this, that's the word that comes up. Emasculating, 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 right? Think of, because I try to put this like, I, I always try to flip things into different terms. So sometimes to make things clear. And I was thinking like, okay, well, what is it that women do that would, you know, what, would we consider like the female equivalent of emasculation, like effemization? <laughs> I don't even think there's a word for it. But I guess I'm thinking of like me going over to a guy's house. Uh, you know what? I don't know. But I'm thinking of like the value I provide. But this is why it this is why this question is so tricky because it's so hard to quantify what women provide because what we provide is like amorphous and yet it is pervasive. We provide empathy, support, snuggles, listening. Oh baby, what? No, tell me, tell me about your day. Who was mean to you? Fuck your boss. I blah, blah, blah. we provide this downy wing under which men snuggle and feel rejuvenated and loved. We provide love. We also provide things like holiday magic, birthday magic. I was talking to my boyfriend and we were talking about like birthday cakes or something. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, I've had, I've not had a birthday cake at, for like so many years. And I was like, what? Why? Well, he didn't have a girlfriend. And I'm like, yeah, I bet that's right. Dudes don't go out and buy or God forbid, make a birthday cake for their bro friends. Women 
provide this magic. Women provide Christmas. Women provide all of these, all of the specialness in the world comes from us and our efforts. And you fucking want me to pay for dinner at Olive Garden on top of that? What service does a man provide then? I mean, really? Think about it. If we're providing magic and empathy and support and love and wonderment and all of that, and we're paying for all the dates, why is a man even here? I would rather be out with my friends, taking them to dinner, treating them, making them feel special because they are special, they're magical, than doing it for a guy so that I can get what? Laid? Are you kidding me? I don't need to get laid. We got machines that can cover that, honey. We are good to go. And I'm not saying like, I have to have a man, like a man's only value is paying for things. Not at all. But it is the tip of the sword for what he provides into my life. Because if a man thinks I should pay for things, he doesn't fundamentally understand the female experience. If he truly thinks women have it exactly the same as men does, he is an idiot and I don't want to be at Olive Garden with him. I don't want to have to share unlimited breadsticks with this absolute dipshit. I want someone who's like, hey, I don't obviously know what it's like to be a woman, but I was raised that we build women up, we protect them, and we value their sacrifices, even if we don't even understand the depth of them. Women give us so much. The least I could do is take my girl out to dinner, show her I respect her, show her I value everything she did for me today that she does in general. It makes me feel like a man and a provider. Men are hardwired to provide. Women are hardwired to nurture right? We raise the babies. We keep it going. Men, they go out, they kill the woolly mammoth. They provide for the mom and the babies. To deny this is to deny nature herself. And for what? For what? Some backwards idea of feminism? How is that feminism? Adding one more thing to our plate? That I don't feel feminist. I don't feel liberated when I'm buying something for a man who out earns me. I mean, men do. Same job, they make more money. That is a fact. You don't like it? I don't like it either, baby girl. But it's saying it's not true doesn't make it go away. It does the opposite. It entrenches it. I don't feel liberated doing that. At this point, I will quote Blanche Devereaux, our greatest muse and inspiration from the Golden Girls. And there was like an episode where she was going out with this guy and he like wanted her to split the bill and blah, blah, blah. And like wouldn't open her door. And she's like, oh, what is this? And he's like, I'm sorry, I just, I haven't, my, I didn't date, you know, my wife just died, I haven't dated in 40 years, like, I thought this is what women want, that this is like the modern feminist, and she's like, what? I don't want to be treated like you're equal, I want to be treated much better than you, and I was like seven years old, and I think I clapped, I was like, yes, this is it, because things aren't equal, yeah, we got a girl in the White House now, hell yeah, we do. But that's, that trickle down is going to take a long time and it is never going to happen. We are always going to be physically weaker than men and at risk for violence from men. So for that factor only, that factor only, let a guy pay for dinner. You factor in everything else, how you look, how you act, how you have to move through the world in a sneakier, more manipulative, subtle way to get what you want, whereas men can just be this battering ram hammering through the world. Fuck, you don't think you deserve dinner? This isn't 
an issue of gender roles. This isn't even an issue of feminism. This is an issue of self-worth. And I used to feel like this too. Absolutely. Oh my God, absolutely. I would dread the entire dinner when the check came. I would think about it from the second we sat down, from before we even arrived. I was absolutely in hell about it. I couldn't enjoy anything because I was like, oh, do I pay for things? And then, I mean, you know, I went through my confidence revolution. I became the alpha female and I know my worth now. When did we just talk about worth? Ah, 10 minutes ago when we were talking about nudes, right? I, I know my value and no, it doesn't have a dollar value and it certainly isn't like $9.99 unlimited salad and breadsticks at Olive Garden. A little bit higher than that. But I know there is the value there. And if a man doesn't see that, well, that's fine. If he asks me to split the check, of course, sure, great. You want me to pay? I'm happy to. I will never speak to you again. You will absolutely never see me naked. But sure, more than happy to do so, sir. So once I realized my worth, this stress over when the check comes, it melted away. Because I know what I provide as a girlfriend, as a wife, as a friend, as a lover, as anything like that. I know exactly how well the people in my life are treated. I know exactly how loyal I am. I know exactly how smart and funny and ambitious I am because I've taken the time to be alone with myself, to spend time in my real estate, my emotional real estate, right? I like it here. I'm not desperate for a guy. And so I don't need to debase myself paying for dinners or whatever. Like, I don't need to do that. But I guess it is a good question. Like, if you're committed, should you... Should you start paying for things? Um, no. <laughs> no, you don't have to go out to dinner every single time you see your boyfriend, right? I mean, we don't, I don't, but you probably don't either. But we cook. And when I cook, I cook for my boyfriend, like probably, it's probably like even, we'll go out to dinner, we'll cook. I would never ask him to pay for groceries. Like I'm going, I'm cooking, I'm picking the menu, whatever. I ask him to do the dishes. That's our division of labor. That's his sign of respect for me cooking, going shopping, taking time to prepare things, whatever. His, his version of respect is doing the dishes for me. When we're out, his version of respect is paying for the meal. My version of respect when we're out is, you know, looking nice, being engaged, not being off on my phone. It's, it's that. It's the reciprocity. If you're with someone who feels... If they're keeping some sort of emotional tally card, well, I bought you this, but you didn't do that, and I took you here, and you didn't give me a blowjob after. What is this? What kind of relationship is this? You know, there shouldn't be a constant scorekeeping. That, to me, hints at a very, very immature person, or someone who simply doesn't understand the reciprocity of relationships, any relationship. Like, we don't even do that with our friends. Um, do you remember when I bought you that vodka soda six weeks ago? Yeah, you haven't bought me a drink back. So I don't know, Kristen. I mean, do you do that? Nah, man, probably not. Probably not. It's like, hey, it all comes out in the wash, right? All evens out at the end of the day. Doesn't matter. I'm happy to do something nice for my friends. And there's going to be a day they do something nice for me and I don't immediately repay the favor. No big deal. So if this is the kind of relationship you're in where somebody's making you feel like it's a tit for tat thing, well, maybe your tits need to be someplace else, don't they, baby girl? You are worth being courted. You are worth being treated like a princess. You're not a gold digger. You're not mean, vicious, hateful. You're not a bad feminist. If anything, you're an excellent feminist by knowing your worth and requiring the people in your life 
to know it too. And the only way that's going to happen is if we have those boundaries, if we set them for ourselves. So don't feel guilty about getting a meal paid for here and there. Think of the value you provide to this man. And if you don't think you do provide a value, ask him, hey, you know what? I I always appreciate when you take me out to dinner, but you know, tell me some things you would like to get out of this relationship. Like, what do you, what's your love language? Is it compliments? Is it gifts? Is it acts of service? Is it physical touch? What is it? Then you will know his emotional currency, right? So you will know when you're laying there on the couch, rubbing his ears after a long day, that to him is as significant as him paying for a dinner. That's all he needs to be happy. He's happy to pay for it. I don't care. Whatever. Who cares? But I need my girlfriend to rub my shoulders after a bad day and look me in the eye and listen to my stupid story about Ben and accounting and whatever. Then you will know your value and your role within the relationship while also keeping in mind your value as a woman, autonomous of him, and your role in this world. Well, that's it for this episode of Girl on Top. Thanks for being part of the Chalantourage. If you have a love question you need some help with, find me on my website, shallonlester.com, and be sure to connect with me on Instagram at shallonxo and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Stay sweet, stay savage. Stay savage.